Welcome back to the Schizophrenia Life. This is episode 293, and today we have a special guest, um, Aaron, with the podcast Communication Verbatim. And today's, uh, well, I'll, I'll tell you what we're going to do today uh, after he does a short introduction. So go ahead, Aaron, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Aaron. I'm uh, 19. I'm from England. Uh, I've just started my podcast called Communication Verbatim, and um, James has very kindly invited me on. So today we're doing a uh, crossover episode, my favorite type. So yeah, let's get this ball rolling. Um, so I wanted to do this in video form for YouTube and then obviously the voice. So if you're just listening, then head over to the YouTube once it's uh, uploaded. I'll try to upload it tonight. Um, but I bought this, um, Christmas calendar, an events calendar, and it has for every day in December up to Christmas it has a different beer. And so I wanted to do a video for each day testing the beer. And so today it's got beautiful artwork. I can't really pronounce the name except for the Hopfenbison, which is, uh, hops white beer um but we'll see what it looks like but the artwork is amazing so we're going to open this up and then have a conversation so while i do this uh you can take it away aaron just talk about anything so oh yeah i think uh, the, i think coming back to the name of the podcast the whole schizophrenia life thing i i personally had psychosis uh I haven't officially been diagnosed with schizophrenia or anything, but it is something that is uh, worries me a lot because I still have my lingering symptoms after about uh, a year after my episode. So in all likelihood, I probably am schizophrenic and I'm just in denial about it. But having resources out there that make it more relatable, more acceptable and uh, more accessible to sort of see it normalized is a really big thing and i think just for the medium itself it uh it's great and so this podcast is a lovely platform and i'm honored to be on it i don't i don't know how the beer is in in england i've been there a few times but i don't remember how the beer was because when i was there i was too young to drink but you don't get like the head of a beer you don't get heads like this with american beer American oh, beer really? is like water. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely get heads like that with the uh, English beer. You do, um, but they they go quite quickly. Do those ones sort of linger on or? It's actually really good. Oh, really? It's it's like a a pepper beer almost. Like it kind of tastes like. It has like a peppery flavor. I guess that's what the top of it says. That's interesting. I don't, I don't think I've ever it, had a pepper beer. But it's but it's a white it's a white uh a wheat beer. That's what I want to say. So it's a wheat beer. Right. I'm not so much of a beer aficionado, but yeah, that, that sounds great. So in terms of the direction for this podcast is there anywhere that you want to steer it away from beer or <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay um yeah keep me on track um so i did listen to your first episode 
And it was kind of like listening to one of my episodes. <laughs> like, I swear, <laughs> it's how, like, like that, the, the, the pauses and the, like, that's what aggravates me about all of my podcasts, every single episode. I used to, if you listen to my early episodes, I would go through mm-hmm. and edit out the pauses, but it was Ooh. so much work that I just, I ended up just saying, I don't care. <laughs> and so I, uh, any episode since then, for like the next year and a half, I just stopped editing them because the it, it, would, it would add like an hour of editing to every podcast. And I was just like, I, I, I'm lucky if I even get the podcast done. I don't want to spend another hour editing. And so I just stopped doing it. But when I was listening to yours, like it, it sounded just like I was listening to one of mine where it was like, not, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad thing, like not staying on topic uh like you bounce around to different ideas and then bounce back and uh, I think that keeps it interesting well for some people but yeah. that that's kind of like this the style of podcast that we do I've done a few uh podcasts where I'll I'll type up uh a lot of points mm-hmm. and then I'll try to stick with them. But that only lasts a couple minutes because yeah. in between points, I'll go off on a tangent <laughs> and, then, and then forget what I was talking about and then be like, okay, what number were we on? <laughs> and so <laughs> sometimes I try to do an outline. Sometimes I just wing it. Uh, it's Sometimes I'll start the podcast on one subject and finish on a it's like black and white you know so i start talking about one thing and then end up completely on the other side lately um i've been trying not to talk about politics because of how prominent politics are right now uh, Mm -hmm. everywhere that i just was watching a video not even an hour ago uh from england uh of them protesting the lockdowns there and and yeah, like the but... cops had like metal solid metal like uh sticks that they were hitting people with yeah yeah man the, the, the cops will do that i think they made 155 or 95 arrests there so it's like they're really cracking down on if you violate the lockdown rules we will come down hard on you like i know in england there's been a lot of sort of illegal raves and stuff like that and house parties and they're handing out massive fines. We're talking 50, 60, 90K fines. Like, they're really doing anything to sort of take Yeah, but are, are these... How long have your lockdowns been going on there? Since, since like, January or February? Uh, yeah, I think the initial one was, like, three and a half months. And then we went into a tier system. And then about literally a month ago today, we went into the second lockdown. So it's the exact same as here. Yeah. So we did, we did, we did the initial lockdown three three months, opened up to the that stupid tier system, and then first of November lockdown. Mm. 
And so we've been locked down for this past month. Um, and they don't have an end date for it. It's ridiculous. They don't have an end date. They, they literally oh. said, we're locking down for at least November. And what, what gets me is the solution to a problem should not be worse than the problem. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, the solution to dealing with COVID should not be worse than the, like, by locking down your business, small businesses are closing, people are losing their jobs, uh, people are losing their houses because they can't pay for anything because they don't have a job anymore. People are being forced to stay in a house, maybe even alone. Um, and so then you have to deal with the depression, the alcohol abuse. Um, a lot of parents have their kids stuck at home with them. And then you have child abuse. Like all of depression, suicide, child abuse, drug overdose, everything uh, is skyrocketing because of this year, because of the lockdowns. Japan just, uh, J- Japan just put out yesterday, they have more deaths from suicide in 2020 than from COVID. And That's it's crazy. because of the lockdowns. They, they said specifically the suicide rate went up 8,000% in Japan. And it's like that. In the that, UK, at least, it's those everywhere. suicides would have been counted as COVID. There were, there's still a scandal continuously going on where non-COVID-related deaths or people who have had COVID and then died of natural causes, their deaths are counted as COVID. And there, it's still going on. There was a guy They're that got really ran- inflating the numbers. And they were doing the same thing. What they did was, for every COVID case a hospital had, they would get a certain amount of money from the government. Mm-hmm. And so the hospitals were calling every death a COVID death. If you died, no matter how you died, um, and you had COVID, it was COVID death. And because people forget hospitals are a business for money. Mm. And so people forget that. And uh, I I read two two instances pop in my mind that, that I read about. One guy got shot in the head and they called it a COVID death. And then the other guy got hit by a bus and they called it a COVID death. Yeah. <laughs> you could go like that for hours. There's people who have fallen off ladders, been in traffic accidents. Like, there's a lot of COVID related deaths that are adding to the statistics that are really just accidents. Like, I think there might be something more nefarious than hospitals just wanting money well, behind that. Well, the, the, the other thing is, we know now. The survival rate worldwide is it's ninety nine point eight percent survival rate. That's crazy. So, if you get COVID, you have a ninety nine point eight percent chance to live. Period. That's in, if you include the entire population, the the at risk people, the healthy people, the kids, every everyone. You include everyone. You have a ninety. 9.8% chance to live. It's not going to kill you. Um, like, I hate to bring him up, but look at Trump. He got it. 48 hours later, he's at a rally. 
Like he was, mm. he 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 got over it. Yeah, oh, Trump. I, I, he, that's he that's happening to... everywhere though. Like, uh, people get it. They don't even know they have it. They go in for yeah. a test and it says, "Yeah, you've already had COVID," and they're like, "I was never sick." So yeah. people are getting it and they don't even know they have it, and uh, so most I think it was seventy percent of COVID patients don't even have symptoms. So they have it. 70%? Yeah. Whoa. But the, crazy. The, the problem is the media only, ever, and this is every country, you, uh, your country, Germany, US, everywhere, they only post the most horrific stuff, you know, because they think they think that's what sells. So they, they post like ah, 10 million people died from COVID. <laughs> or whatever mm. but if you have 10 million people die then you had well we don't even have that many people on earth but okay let's do a smaller number uh say you had a thousand people die that means a billion people lived the numbers seem a bit off there because I, 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 I don't know the math hold on <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's let's do a calculator. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so we have a thousand people die times wait. Yeah, hold on. Okay, wow, I was way off. <laughs> okay, so for every thousand that die, 99,800 live. They get it. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I bet you're kicking yourself for getting that one wrong now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Blame it on the beer. <laughs> you from? Oh, you from froze. Honestly, I, before this uh, little calendar thing with the beer, I drink, I think, three days a year. I drink one beer three days a year. I think you're frozen. Hello? Yeah. Uh, I've lost you. Oh, you're back. I can, I can hear you, but you're, okay, your video's back. <laughs> all right okay little hiccup there that's technology for you right you know what I've, I've been thinking I, I like to think about sort of philosophical questions quite a lot and okay. one that I've been pondering a lot with some friends is 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 there objectively more good people in this world if you just look at through your moral framework and view all their actions through your moral framework and obviously it's on a spectrum I can if you look at the spectrum I can give you facts to answer this question. Oh, really? Facts. Okay. Okay, I'm all ears. So, you know how uh, in the U.S. they've been freaking out for like two years about uh, police brutality against black people. Mm -hmm. But what they don't say, all you see on TV is uh, like that George Floyd incident or uh, some of the other ones. 
you see the one incident where something bad happens and it happens to involve a black person. What you don't see, they don't show you the numbers for how many police interactions take place per year. So if you look at the numbers, you have a bad interaction with police one time. For every one time, you have 93 million interactions that are positive. 93 million. And that, like, literally, because you, you got to think how big our population is in the U.S. We have 370 oh, no. million You turned people. into a robot. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, you turned into a robot there. I, I caught up until 370 million people. Okay. Um, we, we, we have 370 million people, so it's a huge, it's a bigger than most com country. Like, you, you'd pretty much have to take all of Europe to make up that. And mm -hmm. uh, so out of all those police interactions, you have one bad one, that's the only one you see on TV. You don't see all the good ones. And that's mm -hmm. the problem, is you don't see the good ones. And then, um, to top that off, how many people, how many white people are shot and killed by the cops versus how many black people? Um, white people get shot and killed by the cops 80% more than black people. The problem is you don't they don't they don't tell you the numbers and that's just because of the the size of the populations. Black people only oh, make Oh no. No, well in in the in the US uh black people only make up 12% of the population. So just uh because there's more white people then more white people are killed by cops. Um, yeah, no, to be honest, I can see where you're coming from. I'm just on the move because the, uh, the reception is poor upstairs. So, but I can see where you're coming from with the whole police brutality statistics. But I think uh, you, you can look at the other side of the coin. So, how many of those interactions that you're not looking at were bad in nature, and how many of them are you not sort of presented that were also bad? Because I, I think when it comes to police, the majority are good, but there are definitely bad that's, actors and that's in America. Saying, but that's that's with every organization. Every organization. When I was in the army, yeah. Um, they said that one soldier can ruin the reputation of the entire army, and it happened when I was in Iraq. We we had one soldier do one stupid thing. CNN picked it up. And it made the entire army look like shit. Mm. So, yeah. because, and out of, uh, I don't know how many people, there was over 50,000 soldiers over there. And because one, one person out of 50,000 did one thing wrong, it made all 50,000 look like shit. And that's how it is with the police. There's... There's millions and millions of cops, but if one cop fucks up, you you say they they yell defund the police. There's tons of 
there's millions of good cops for every one bad cop. And that's what that's what I don't understand is you have I think someone did the math and it was like 3%. So like 3% of cops are uh garbage. <laughs> so if we're just going off your numbers then if 3% are garbage then that means you have 97 uh good cops for yeah. every three bad cops not not millions I, I think millions is a bit hyperbolic like no people just i'm i'm saying millions because we actually oh, we, we have millions and millions of cops in the u.s oh right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm following so yeah out of the out of the let's say 30 million people that are cops out of 30 million three percent are bad 97 percent mm -hmm. are good so to to say because of the three percent we're gonna uh Not be vi we're gonna do violence against the 90 percent is ridiculous you there were you see now all these videos of cops getting killed because of people's hatred of cops now because of the three percent the other 90 percent have to be afraid for their life because everyone's hating on cops right now that's what i don't understand why and there there was a news organization i saw a while back that only pr promotes good stuff and i i think i've done this on my podcast at least eight episodes where I would go through different websites, news agencies, and the top 50, at least, articles, every single one was negative. Every single one. So you have... You don't see the good stuff because yeah. it's not... I, I think that's just the nature of the news. It... The, the news thinks that only bad, negative information sells. You know, like they used to, uh, back when I was younger in the 90s, they were saying sex sells. So they would only, the news would report on sex scandals and stuff like that. Now it's, you like, uh, if you go back and look at all the news stories from Iraq and Afghanistan, you only saw things of, like, uh, 10 soldiers died or the, a bomb went off. You didn't see the stories of us handing out food to the people that need it, of us uh, rescuing people. You didn't see any of that. You only saw the negative stuff. And I, I, I think that's yeah. a huge problem. I, to what extent, though, is that just the media having their own agenda and trying to get out the story that is there because like if you had been that person who was treated egregiously by the police you would want your story to be heard you'd want people to know and like i can understand that that might affect the opinions of people on mass but at some on some point it, they're not gonna it's not a news story this cop had a good interaction and gave this guy so and so or well this i think it's a business cops they have to make news the the yeah the exactly news. The news is there to make money. And so what's going to make more money? If you say a million people die from COVID, or if you say 10 million people got COVID and survived, which one makes more money? 
which one gets more clicks that's that's what it's a in in today's world it's not paper anymore it's clicks so if you see two articles one says uh oh no uh uh a cop killed someone if you see a cop killed someone or you see an article that says uh a million cop interactions and nothing happened which one are you gonna read <laughs> you're gonna read the one that says hey exactly. someone just yeah. got killed it's human nature so that's that's the that's the reason we don't see all these good mm -hmm. things yeah like uh i don't know how old you are how old are you if you want to say it 19 19 okay yeah i don't mind i'm 19 um you might be too young for this, but <laughs> when I was younger, your vis like if you watched movies with firemen or or anything to do with firemen, <coughs> you always saw the firemen rescuing cats from trees. That was oh, yeah, the, I've seen that. that was the stereotype firemen rescuing cats from trees. They still do that today. You don't see any videos of it. Yeah, well, I, I, I've seen that in movies, so I guess it, it continued on until... They, they the still do it 2000s. today. If you if you call the fire department for a cat in a tree... No, I mean, the, in movies, but... But, but like, that's it. Like, uh, there's a really cool video I saw of... The, there was a dog in the river um, struggling to survive, and the people up top made a human chain through the river... And saved him, saved the Whoa. dog. Those stories are what we need to see on the news. We don't need to see just the bad stuff. We need to see the good stuff. Right before we got on, I was on Facebook and I saw um, this, and it was in India. This little girl, she was couldn't have been more than four, fell in headfirst into a water barrel and was mm -hmm. drowning. And the parents didn't see and uh the security camera caught it and uh the neighbor saw from their yard her feet kicking in the air because she was drowning and she jumped the fence ran over and pulled the kid out and then emptied the barrel like that's crazy those are the stories that should be on the news not like neighbor saves four-year-old girl that should be the story, not uh, <laughs> uh I I yeah. gotta mention this story I saw yesterday. It's politics, but it's so funny. So All right. over the weekend, Joe Biden's dog he tried to take his dog for a walk and his dog attacked him and broke his ankle. He's <laughs> <laughs> He spent the weekend in the hospital with a broken ankle because his dog, and so they, uh, he posted that he's going to be getting a cat now <laughs> because the dogs are too rough for him. And then well, you know what they say. The, the they next, say, uh... the very next story was a uh, dog psychic talked to Joe Biden's dogs and said that he will make a wonderful president. <laughs> No joke. <laughs> well, because they've got to keep it. Do you know why I think that is? Because a lot of people put a lot of credence in dogs' behaviour. They, If a dog doesn't like someone, they won't like someone. Like I've got my little lady right here. 
and uh, if she doesn't like someone, I won't like them. And I think there is something primal about humans working as pack animals with dogs. We pick up on what the dogs do, and we if the dog doesn't like someone, we really need to think, okay, wait a minute, what's this dog picking up on that I haven't noticed? So well, to stop I, people hearing I, that story, I have thinking, one dog and two cats. My yeah. my dog is blind and deaf. So, oh right. So, <laughs> no, not he, much he, going on. He, he he likes everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we we have to carry him up the stairs now. He's so old. Uh, he's like in dog years. He's like a hundred and thirty. <laughs> like it's. He, what, is that thirteen or? Uh, he's, uh, coming up on nineteen. Nineteen. He's Damn. he's he's old. He. We're, we've been expecting him to go for like two years, uh, and he's just hanging in there. You think more than two years, to be honest? No, I'm not, you'd already get a 19-year-old dog. Um, but, the, but the cats, they're both young. Uh, under, uh, one is a little over a year, and one's under a year. But oh, that's nice. They don't like anyone. They, they are mean cats. Oh really? Like, I think with cats, it's like they they will come up. Of... They'll come up to you and purr and let and let you pet them, and then you're yeah, petting yeah, yeah. them, and then you're like, huh? And then they'll go, Rah! <laughs> and just bite <laughs> the shit out of you. <laughs> That's terrible. I think with cats, you have to earn their trust. They don't inherently view you as part of their pack and someone to respect. You have to earn their respect. Whereas with dogs, it's just. They're pack animals, so if you're part of their pack, even if you don't treat them that nicely, they'll still show you the utmost respect. Have, have you seen the uh, Mancoons? No, I haven't. What's that? The, they're, they're cats. They're like this big. What? Yeah. That, that's a lion right there. That's that's what we got, the second one. The first one is a, the no first one is a smaller one, but the, the second one, he's, he's uh, less less than he's about six months right now and he's already bigger than the dog like he it's he's huge like he, yeah. he when he lays down he he goes off both ends of the couch <laughs> that's crazy and he's only six months he like he's still six months yeah both ends of the couch yeah i can't even picture this i, I like that you've genuinely got yourself like an apex predator on your hands right he, there. A scratch off that thing is going to be... And he, he's like, I'm so... He eats so much. Like, uh, we we have the packets of food, uh, the, wet, the wet food that you open. Mm. Normally, you give each of them one. And that's yeah. what we did when he was littler. Now, mm. he'll eat three packs in like a minute. Like... <laughs> That's gotta be expensive. Like those cat food packs are not cheap. Like he, he's, he's just. I don't know how big he's gonna get. Okay, we're way off topic. Um, what was our? We were talking about like positivity in the media and stuff. Yeah. Um. What What about a a complete bit of a U-turn? But something I'm always sort of interested in is how does your diagnosis affect you in your like day-to-day life how do you transcend it and live such a functional life <laughs> functional <laughs> that's the debatable um 
a very understanding wife. Right. My wife supports me. Like, we uh, we looked into having her listed as a caregiver for me. Oh, right. Um, because she actually qualifies for it to be uh, what the Army calls a caregiver. She actually qualifies for it, but um, since I'm working right now, she can't get it. Um, but basically, without her, it, it wouldn't work. Like, honestly, without her and the kids, I wouldn't be here right now. 100%. Um, I would not be here. Uh, and that's just simply, like, I do do a lot of work, like, uh, work work. on the. I'm a developer, software developer, so I do a lot of work, but I don't do a lot of work. You can see behind me the mess. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. it's really hard for me to do simple things take out the trash, clean, do laundry. Like, she handles all of it. And I that's not good. I, I try to help out, but, like, I, I'll, like, I'll, like, load the dishwasher. And I'll be like, hey, hey, honey, I loaded the dishwasher. And she's like, oh, good, you did it once this week. <laughs> yeah. Or, or, like... Is that the, the negative symptoms, do you think? Is that what that is? Huh? Is that, do you think that's negative symptoms that is sort of making it hard to do things? Well, I, I just don't remember anything. Right. Le okay, so you have, you have someone who walks into a dirty room, or let, let's use the kitchen as an example. You walk into the kitchen, and you have a dirty dish, and the sink is full. What do you do? Uh, wash one dish in the sink and then put the dish in. That's what I would do. Well, like, um, if I walk in and the sink is full, instead of loading the sink stuff into the dishwasher... Oh, yeah, you got a dishwasher. Oh. Um, I take the dirty one and set it on the stove and leave. Oh, yeah. So, that's... But why do you think that is... I don't even think about things like that, though. Or, or like, the floor. If the floor is filthy, uh, unless someone points it out, like look at the floor, I won't notice it. I don't notice it, it, like, things that need to be done. I have to schedule things. Like, uh, when my wife gives me a written list, do this, do this, do this, it gets done. But if she doesn't give me a list, it, nothing gets done. Yeah. Because I, I have at to... At least you have that support system there. You, like, you, you, you're lucky to have that, like... That really is. Yeah, I like I said, I wouldn't be here without her. Uh, she's like, they, they, you, you, you remember that saying like, behind every every man is a strong woman. Like that mm -hmm. is so true. Like, and, and you know, a lot of people don't agree with it, whatever. But like, when, like I've been married over eleven years now, and every single day, at some point, I think. I have no idea why she's still with me. <laughs> like, no idea. <laughs> because, like, I want to do... Obviously, I want to do better, and I think... And I try to do better, but, like, when I look at, like, if you were, like, to get a score, like, how are you doing, you know, as a husband, as a father, 
um, how are you doing? Whether I score higher or not, I would o I still score myself lower. Like with my kids, I love my kids. I love spending time with them and doing things with them, but limited. Like say we uh, play something. Yeah. Uh, after like an hour, I need a break. My wife will have yeah. them all day and not say anything. But me, after like an hour, I just need a break, you know, 10, 10, 15 minutes, and then I can come back. But like, it's things like that. Like, um, when my oldest daughter was real young, like, I was really like, uh, withdrawn I guess like I'd be like okay here's a hug here's a hug or something like uh like I could you know give a hug but like I don't like people touching me in general so like uh after we would play for like a few minutes then I'd be like okay <laughs> stay over there <laughs> it's it's so weird but like that's that's what you know she has to deal with that's what I have to deal with. Um, I I try to. Uh, I, I the last the uh, doctor I was with. He said I'm I'm high functioning, but I still have. I'm high functioning in that in the aspect that I can when I need to get things done I get them done, but like. Uh, I also spend four hours a day doing dumb shit, watching Netflix, playing video games, and and I do it as a mechanism to uh, silence voices in my head. So, like, if I concentrate on a movie or concentrate on a video game, then I can kind of drown out the voices. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I relate to that because... Uh... When I was psychotic, which was a while ago now, I used to not realize it like, that, that I was going through that until I would be sort of at home on my own in my room, and then it would be apparent. It'd be like, oh wait, something's going on here, and I, I just I just thought it was the neighbors. That's what came to me. I never sort of had the insight to realize it is what it is, but. Yeah, I think it's tricky because personally, it, my psychosis is recovered. It was drug induced, so I've recovered. And my doctor said I made a full recovery. So I'm looking at it from the other side, and it's like, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a it's a touchy subject. I I I can't imagine how you managed to function under well, like, those conditions. Yeah, uh, we had commented earlier about why I don't drink. Um, I will drink one beer that's the max i will ever drink the problem is if i ever get drunk i don't just hear voices i see people that aren't there oh my oh. and so it kind of it kicks the the voices that i have when i'm sober turn into actual people and then i'll Jeez. start i swear i will sit there and i will have full-on conversations with people that i see that no one else does uh, and so that's why that's why I never uh, I haven't been drunk in 
eight years. <laughs> like uh, I just refused to get. Why would you want to? Why would you want to if it if it did that to you? Well, the last about the last time it happened was the last time I got drunk. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like once 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 you realize that the person you're talking to isn't actually there, <laughs> it'll wake you up. <laughs> that's got to be an experience. Jeez, that sounds like a, a bad trip. That's horrible. Um, do you ever experience sort of delusions and stuff like that? Or is that not really? Um, well, I guess it depends on the definition between hallucination and delusion. Uh, I, I, I don't mean sort of delusions associated with hallucinations. I mean more sort of things like... I, I used to get like, oh, the Illuminati is watching me and they're giving me oh, and stuff. All the time. Uh, I'm The hardest part about going to work, like when right now they've had us working the whole year at home. So I work keep, like sitting right here. Um, but I'm a de software developer, so it's easy. But when we were going to the office, the hardest part about going to the office was actually getting there because I am so uncomfortable because I work in the city and I live out in the middle of nowhere hardly know people I like it I work in the city so I would have to ride the train in full of people then I would have to walk from it's only like two blocks from the train station to my office but I would like I would walk as fast as I can keep my head down, walk as fast as I can. I would be holding a knife in my pocket, like, because I'm so, I, ha I have so much, uh, I wanna say angst, but I don't know the English word. Yeah, it's angst. Oh, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, ha I would have so so much angst this, the, that someone was gonna kill me or rob me or something. Um, yeah. and I, it's, and that happens every single day that I go in public. So I don't go in public. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That's a viable solution to the problem. Like really is the only time I go is if I absolutely have to, or like for, uh, like I go to the gym when they're open. Uh, I go to the gym all the time, but I go at night when no one's there. Like, Literally, there's only when I go to the gym, there's like two people in the gym. That's it, and it's right. a big gym. But I go at I go at the time when no one's there, and then uh, the only other time I go in public is either work, which hasn't happened this entire year, or to buy food. Um, and when I go like grocery shopping, I like it's like Speedy Gonzalez, you know. Like, ah, <laughs> oh, there, there was a TV show. Do you remember? Uh, they had a shopping cart, and you could run through a store and throw as much. You had, like, a minute to throw as much stuff in the shopping cart as you could, and anything that you could fit in there, you got to keep. Right, okay. I, I haven't seen it, but, yeah, no, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I, I keep forgetting. You're, you're in the UK. You wouldn't have seen it. <laughs> but, but they had a TV show where you had 60 seconds to run through a store with a, a shopping cart. Get as yeah. much as you could into the shopping cart and then get back to the front of the store in, in a minute. 
and you could get TVs, computers, food, anything you wanted. Uh, but you had to get into the cart and back to the furnace store in a minute. And you could keep whatever you fit in there. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that reminds me of what I do when I go shopping. I, I, I go in, I'm like, tack, 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 don't look at prices, just get, throw it in and, and get out. <laughs> but you know what I, I think that, that makes it even more inspiring the fact that you, you're still able to fairly consistently put out this pretty good quality podcast and it's like and work and maintain all these things like you really are for the amount of just for the unfortunate predicament that nature has put you in you are dealing with it spectacularly and you're really making the best out of the situation. But see, how I see it, though, is I'm failing <laughs> miserably. <laughs> like, if if I performed at the level that I wish I did, it'd be amazing. Like, how I want to see my... how What I want to do, I just... I don't know if it's motivation or uh, that I just can't be bothered. I, I, I don't know what it is. But if I could do like what I want to do, I would do seven days a week working out, seven days a week. Uh, well, at, at least five days a week podcast. I would be uh, work would probably stay the same. Uh, I would be seven days a week working on my book. Uh, like I would get all these things done plus you know all the work my laundry I've been saying for three days I need to do laundry still haven't done it <laughs> like I want to be able to get all the you know the life stuff kids and the house I want to get all of that done and be able to you know I it would do me wonders if I could, you know, every single day meditate, every single day work out, every single day uh, do reading. Uh, uh, two weeks ago, I said, maybe it was longer, I lose track of time, but a few weeks ago, maybe longer, I said I would read every day for 20 minutes. And I did it for like two weeks. And then I just quit. You and know what? That's very true. Like very neurotypical people are gonna have the same experience. Like that is not. I feel like you beat yourself up over it too much. Like that is part of the human experience. Like trying and not being able to stick to things. Like it really is. It's not so much like a, a feature of the condition. It is just part of the experience. And the fact that you can stick to work and always get that done to to as acceptable standard for the company really says a lot. Well, like uh, with work. A lot of times, like, say Friday night, or say just Friday in general, I just won't feel like working. So I just won't work on Friday. And then I'll end up working Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> so it's it like, works for you, it works for you. Like, uh, like, cause you say you have to do eight hours on Friday, and then you just mm -hmm. take Friday off and do four hours Saturday, four hours Sunday. That was your eight hours for Friday. You're getting it done. That's the main. The main point is even with a sort of more relaxed company, which I, I believe you have, uh, you said you have, um, 
you, they wouldn't just let me get away with murder. You're still pulling your weight. You're still, well, uh, you, you still uh, were restricted on time. So yeah. at the beginning of each project, you have a set amount of hours to get it done. So right. as long as you get it done in that time limit, they don't care. You can work an hour a day, but you have a due date and a and an hour date, uh, an amount of hours to get it done. Mm-hmm. So as long as you produce, they leave you alone. And uh, we 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 have uh, three work related meetings a week, but we we started my. I've really been pushing culture into the workplace and my bosses agree and they push culture. Um, and so we have a meet a new meeting once a week where it's just whatever we want to talk about. Like if something's bothering you, bring it up or whatever. And like I, I, I start the meetings with one of those motivation videos from YouTube. So like the huh. 10 minutes of motivational video. And then we yeah, just talk yeah, yeah. for like an hour. Um, and that happens once a week. And like uh, this uh, yesterday was the meeting and I, I played a 10 minute video about productivity. And people, the, the my coworkers enjoy it. They like it. But we're we're really trying to push uh, for a where the work environment is about the people, not the not the work. Mm. And like a good example is like uh, the saying "Happy wife, happy life." If yeah. you have happy workers, you you have a good work like a, a, a good company. After workers, productive service. Yeah, it's, yeah, that, that's that's what it'd be. It's got like, a rhyme, if it's one of those, it's got a rhyme. Like, like <laughs> happy people work better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, if, 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 and this goes out, if anyone's listening that's, uh, owns a business, if your workers are happy, your business grows. And, that like our we've hired uh three people in the last year like we're growing because everyone's happy and productive and making money uh but if if you if your workers wake up in the morning and say shit i have to go to work they're they're not going to be productive yeah I think it depends a lot on the character of the person as well, because some people are just work averse. They're not. They're never gonna wake up in the morning and look forward to work. But certain people will look forward to even. Well, in that uh, case, they shouldn't be. Job. It. I don't care about anyone's personality. It, if if you wake up in the morning and and you're not excited, like I'm saying on general level, not every. <clears throat> some people yeah, yeah, have yeah, their yeah, bad yeah. days, but if you don't enjoy the work you do then you need a different job you should not be working i would i would rather you quit your job go homeless until you find a new job that you love 
that you look forward to going to every day? I think that's unattainable for most people. I, I really do think that's unattainable for most people. Like, no, they, they're not they, willing. They... The, the, everyone can do it. They're not willing to... Su- uh, there's a wonderful book. Uh, it's talking. It talks about choosing how you suffer. Life is about suffering. And we get to choose how we suffer. So, you uh, say you're you're a business owner. You you open a business and you work a uh, hundred hours a week. You are suffering by through you choose your suffering and you're tired every day and you're putting in a hundred hours a week. You chose that, or you could do the opposite. You could go work to some for someone for forty hours a week, and you hate the people you work with, you hate your boss, <clears throat> but you're choosing that suffering. So you can either, you can stay in that 40 hour a week job and suffer the, because you hate it, or you can go the other route and put in 100 hours a week and for little to no money and build something, but you're choosing the suffering. Or you could just say, screw it, quit your job, move into the middle of the woods and live off the land. <laughs> even even that living off the land you're going to be suffering because you're going to be hungry <laughs> you're going to have to fight for food fight for water I have, a, I have a good friend in Alaska he got really messed up mentally in Iraq like really messed up and so when he came back he just quit at life and he went out into the woods and lived there in the woods uh just with uh, a backpack and his gun for three years so he 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 just walked he he grabbed his bag grabbed his gun walked out in the woods came back three years later like he that must have been isolated but but see like we choose uh what we choose how we live our life you choose how you spend your time. You can choose your you can choose to spend your time learning a new skill or you can choose your choose to watch YouTube videos. You can choose to watch Netflix or you can choose to create artwork. It's yeah. It's all about choices. And like I get upset with myself because I always some things I choose right, but a lot of it I choose wrong. Like, uh, I'll be thinking about doing the podcast, and I'll be like, man, I really need to do the podcast. I'll open the podcast app, get ready to do the podcast, and then I'll be like, man, I don't got shit to say. Let's just watch Netflix. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I can imagine that happening. I think that happens to everyone, though. That really does happen to everyone, even the best of us. Like, it does not happen to Elon Musk. Okay, I take it back. There are exceptions to the rule. There are some people who. I wish, I wish I was, I wish I had the work ethic of Elon Musk. That guy is an animal. He has every single minute of every single day planned in five minute intervals. He has. That's crazy. He runs three companies. 
he spends like Monday and Tuesday uh, at Tesla, Wednesday and Thursday at SpaceX, Thursday, like he he's moving state to state, business to business, back and forth throughout the week. And he literally has every single, like he, he, he said it during interviews, he even has like set, you know, 10 minute blocks that he can spend with his family. Like, what? Like, that's insane. But would you even want to live like that? Like, well, no. You might, you might be super productive, but I, is it really enjoyable and happy? Do you think he is truly happy? He has a goal. Mm-hmm. He, he has more than one, obviously. But his life goal is to have a colony on Mars. That's his life goal. He built, really? he, he built Tesla to finance SpaceX. So Tesla's only reason for being is so that they can use the money to finance SpaceX to because until you get to Mars and get everything set up, it's not very profitable. So SpaceX uh, is is making money by uh, launching satellites for other people, and now with the space. Uh, taking the astronauts up and down it's making some money but the majority of the time spacex is losing money and they're they're yeah. just trying to stay afloat until uh they achieve their goal once they achieve it, it it's game over but that's crazy I, I never knew that that was elon Musk's goal was to make a mars colony that's insane I, you know what? That gives me a lot more respect for him because it's like he really must be motivated. We're less than we're less else. than four years away from people on Mars. What? In the, really? the the first manned flight to Mars is in twenty twenty four. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. Do, do you think is it SpaceX that are running that? Yeah. Damn. Damn. They're building, so right now they're using the Falcon 9 rockets. Mm-hmm. They're building the Starship and the Super Heavy Booster. That is what is going to carry people to Mars. And they're, the first test flight for that new rocket is this week. Really? So That's crazy. It is literally, the power of this rocket, if you took every country on earth their most powerful rocket and combine them this one rocket is more powerful than all of them combined what wait, wait. can you repeat that please every single rocket on earth this this rocket is more powerful so than all of them combined every every space agency has their oh, right. every space agency on earth has their huge rocket like the russians have the big one the china has has the big one combine all of their rockets together it's not even a fraction of what this new one is jesus that's crazy as far as as far as the lift capability the uh the biggest rocket ever made was in the u.s it was the saturn V that uh sent people to the moon and uh, if you put the Saturn V next to the Falcon Heavy, it's half as tall. 
Just the Falcon Heavy is half as tall as the No, it, the, the Falcon Heavy is two times taller. Oh, man. And, okay. And three times wider. Whoa. That's insane. It's, it's, uh, it's over, over 30, 30 feet, no, 30 meters wide. 30 meters wide? Yeah. That's like a house. That's more than a house. That's like a, that's the, an It's 30 building. meters wide. It has, it only needs to lift off the ground one engine. They, they're, they have, they're, they're planning on uh, 30 engines per rocket. 30. So with one engine, it can lift off the ground, and there, it's each rocket will have thirty rocket engines. So like thirty individual thrusters. Yeah. Damn, that's insane. That's Dude, crazy, it's man. Like it, 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 and and it and it will be the only rocket ever made that can refuel in space. So what will happen? They can refuel in space. Yeah. So what will happen is that it's a two two piece system they will launch the first piece will go into a hover around the earth the second piece will come down land refuel go back up and and fuel and load on extra fuel for the trip to mars or trip to that wherever. just makes sense that's crazy that, that you've completely blown my mind with that like honestly i didn't think we even had that that technology as something that was feasible like i did not know we were that advanced when it comes to as, as have you not been seeing the falcon nines going up they they go up launch yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and then I, I've come seen back the YouTube and land videos. yeah i've seen the youtube videos i didn't realize the whole uh um what's it called the falcon heavy what was so um, the starship oh the, yeah the, the starship, starship is the, <laughs> the starship is the piece on top the uh falcon heavy is the piece on bottom Right, okay. I, so the Starship slash Falcon Heavy, I didn't realize we were that advanced and that close to going to Mars. That is... Well, they're, they're testing the Starship right now. Yeah, they're testing the Starship. Sorry, I just they're, got distracted. They're doing the, the first... Go ahead. I just got to talk to my mom, sorry. Okay, I'm back. I'll, I'll edit this part out of the video. Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Sorry about that, sorry. No, no, it's just I, I wanted had to, to move into the kitchen because anyway. the, uh, the data was not doing too well. Um, no, we're, we're so close. Uh, they already have, uh, I think in 20... In two years, they're gonna start private private flights where you can pay for a seat to go to the moon. What? Yeah. SpaceX. Yeah. Damn. They, that, they already they already they already sold the first seat to this uh, China this billionaire in China. Really, that is a immersive experience right there. Going to the moon, Jesus! I I, I never thought that that I would be so young 
when things like this are happening. I, I, I always sort of pictured it in a distant future, not something that was going to come into actuality. So I, I already told my crazy. wife, I said, if, if I ever got offered the chance to go to Mars, I'm out. <laughs> who wouldn't who wouldn't if like if you could be on the forefront of humanity the new frontier why if, wouldn't if everyone that goes obviously they know it's a one-way trip um so you're going there to die <laughs> but i yeah. would do it i would do it in a heartbeat <laughs> yeah me too definitely me too like oh man but i'm a huge like if if they ask for volunteers to be like uh have you heard of the where they freeze people and then bring them back uh no, cryogenic sort of thing yeah uh we we haven't perfected it yet but if we ever do the idea is you can freeze people then send them out on the thousand year long flights to other systems and then uh wake them up that is crazy the because the the problem like uh <clears throat> i think there's up to we we found thousands of planets that are just like earth the problem is they're too far away to get to yeah, yeah, yeah. so we we couldn't it our if we took our fastest spaceship and went straight line there, it would still take thousands of years to get there, and no one can live that long. <laughs> so, mm. and you couldn't exactly have like a little tribe go on the plane, uh, the rocket, and keep uh, having generations and generations of rocket faring people until you get there. Is that not feasible? Or? Well, you could do that, but the the problem is the odds of them getting there would be slim to none bec with, because if, if people are awake, then you have to account for all the food and all the food and resources. Mm. Mm. Um, Unless they could find a way to be sort of self-sufficient. I don't know if the technology exists. But I, I we we don't have it yet. We don't, yeah. um, just like uh, the space station. The only way people stay on there year round is because every month we send supplies up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, that no, that makes sense to me. Um, we can grow. Bit... We can grow um, plants in space. Oh really? But very basic plants. Uh, and the the other problem is we would die. Uh, you can only stay in space for a certain amount of time before you die because uh, our bodies aren't made for zero gravity. So before we do any long missions, we would have to find a way to have artificial gravity in space. Um, mm. Like all the astronauts, every astronaut that's ever went up when they come back, they can't even walk. Um, and it's an irreversible, irreversible process. Your bones start dying. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. You're, you're, you, you lose for every, uh, for every year in space, you lose like 30% bone mass. 
30%? Yeah. Is that because of the zero gravity? Yeah. Because right now our bodies have weight on every part of our body because of gravity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in zero G, your heart has to pump your heart has to pump harder to get the blood to go because you're in zero G. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, just like fluid dynamics of it. And your muscles, oh. your muscles uh, atrophy just like someone that never gets out of bed. Your muscles atrophy because they're not being used. Because right. yeah, you don't need sense. muscles in space. Sorry to say this, but I'm a bit conscious of time. Do you think we could yeah. call it a day here? It has been over an hour, I believe. Yeah, we, we went a little long. We We went a little off topic. No, it was good though. Um, okay. Any any closing thoughts to the audience? Uh, I just a message for anyone who's listened through this far. Believe in yourself and chase your dreams. There you go. And where can they find your podcast? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's what you're going for. So my podcast is called. Uh, oh my god, what is my podcast called? My podcast is called. Uh, Oh, you see, the problem is I get communication. Communication verbatim. Thank you for saving me there. Yeah, I'm in my head. Conversation, communication, conversation. Which one is it? So, if you actually do listen to the the first episode so far, you'll see I am not good with the name of my podcast. I get it wrong the whole way through the episode. But yeah, communication verbatim. Just go search it up. It's on Spotify. It's on all major platforms. Yeah, have a listen to it. Thank you for letting me on. It was it was great. All right. And thanks for your time, and I'm sure we'll catch up later. Can we, uh, if you stop recording?